welcome to the Everyday Extraordinary Podcast, where every week I interview a different amazing person who will share about their life journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. I'm excited to share with you everyday people living their lives with purpose, perspective, and positivity. And my hope is that in hearing these stories, you'll view your own story as extraordinary too. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and I am so excited to get started. Thank you so much for being here. Hello and happy 2019, everybody. This is the first episode of Everyday Extraordinary in the new year, and I want to thank you for being here. This is Jessica, and I am tuning in freshly off of a cruise ship. We had a wonderful week at sea, kind of a family reunion of sorts with my husband's family, had the best time, and now we're getting back to normal life, and I am excited to bring you this amazing episode. Today I'm speaking with Angie and Betsy, founders of Betty's Beds. What makes them so extraordinary is that Betty's is an amazing brand that is doing extraordinary things, but it literally started as a hobby. You'll hear them talk about that. You'll hear them talk about living their normal lives, what got them to the place of starting the company, where they're at now, and what they've learned along the way. I'm so excited for you to hear more from the founders of Betty's. So let's get right to my interview with Angie and Betsy. All right, I'm so thrilled to be having the founders of Betty's Beds on Betsy Mikesell and Angie White. Hi, gals. How are you? I'm so good. We are recording this right before Christmas, so I really appreciate you taking the time. It's a busy time of year, and I'm sure you're shipping out a lot of bedding. We are, but we're, we're happy to be here, so. Oh, so fun. Well, I am just so excited to have you on. I love hearing from everyday people that are really doing extraordinary things, and I bet you would have never guessed your life would have ended up as owning a thriving business, especially a betting business. Would you, would you have even dreamed this? <laughs> no, we, this is like so, so crazy for both of us. Um, I was a full-time hairdresser, and I was, I was happy with that, um, and Angie, I told her that this was going to be a fun hobby. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah, Betsy, just so you know, Betsy um, had, well, she always told this part. I never tell this part. But <laughs> how she has twins, oh. and they, they, she thought they were being lazy and wouldn't make their beds. So she got up there. She's like, well, let me show you how to do it, and realized bunk beds are impossible to make. But what I was going to say is she's, like, always thinking of solutions to little things that are annoying that don't have a easy way to do them and so we would go running every morning and she she this was one of the mornings and she just said did you guys know you can't make a bunk bed and of course I'm like well yeah I got rid of mine because you can't and she said well somebody needs to do this and basically you know it needs to stay tucked in it needs to zip it Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was wanting someone else to do it for me. I didn't want. To, I, I I just wanted to buy it. I didn't. Sure. Was doing it for me, so no. I had to. So she made one with her mom, and all of her friends just said, "I would buy this." And that's when she came to me, and she just said, "Hey, we should do this. It'll be a fun hobby." And I was, I all my kids were in school all days. Our kids are similar ages, and so our kids were in school all day. Um, and I had decided to go finish my degree, and I told her, I don't know what I'm going to do after I'm done with my degree. And she's like, well, we should do this. Wow. <laughs> That's literally how it started. Yeah. That is so amazing. And so were you best friends before all this? So we literally have been running partners since 
for like 15 years now. Wow. And, and this is kind of a funny story. I'll tell this one. So we, we have a block around, our block is a perfect mile. And so I would always go jogging one direction and she and my our other friend who actually happens to be one of our employees now, Brenda would go another direction. And so every half mile I'm waving to them. Hi, <laughs> hi. And so then one day I just said, can I come run with you guys? <laughs> so that's how we became friends was just running opposite directions into each other every, every morning. Yeah. Wow. So Betsy was the idea one. What led you to Angie to be the one to say, hey, I think I got something here. Let's let's do this together. Angie was going back to school, and I was trying to convince her that she shouldn't go back to school, that we should just start this fun <laughs> hobby. And then we could go to lunch every day and discuss this hobby that we were going to do. Right. Because so. it wasn't going to be anything huge. No way. That is amazing. Betsy, do you have any other life hacks that you were able to solve problems for or just things that you do in your own home that the listeners would benefit from? (laughs) Okay, one of my favorite hacks is um, taking off makeup with, if you go to Costco in the um, car detail section, they have these microfiber cloths and that you get like 50 cloths for like $16 and I cut them in half and I use them to take off my makeup and I'm telling you, you will never go back. You don't need soap or anything. You get all of your makeup off, your mascara and they're so cheap. It's cheaper than like any kind of like makeup remover thing and they work so much better. I had a friend just recently, she texted me, she's like, okay, I tried it and you're right. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. So So the car e-cloths, wow. The microfiber cloth. So yeah. it just happens to be in the car detail section of Costco. Okay. They sell them at Sam's Club too, so both places. But that's one of my other favorite hacks. I love that tip. I'm definitely going to have to give that a try. But I wanted to jump in and thank one of our show sponsors, and that is Branch Basics. Did you know that the ingredients in cleaning products don't even have to be labeled? Yeah, and even if they are, they might be hiding toxic chemicals behind a fragrance. You might think that the good lemon smell that you're smelling from some of your cleaners makes it clean. No. In 2000, cleaning products were responsible for nearly 10% of all toxic exposures reported to the U.S. poison control centers. That scares me. We just moved into a new home, and I wanted to make sure that I was bringing things into the home that were safe and healthy to use around my children. A lot of the conventional cleaning products are some of the most toxic products you'll use, and Branch Basics can replace them all with something safer. They are plant and mineral-based. There's no harmful preservatives, biodegradable, no animal testing, no GMO, and you can use them literally on anything. Windows, bathrooms, kitchen counters, laundry, washing your face and hands. It is so, so cool. They're easy to use, and the cool thing is, it's really unique. You just pick up a refillable bottle, fill with water, and the Branch Basics concentrate, shake, and use. It is simple to use, and what I love is that I'm making a better choice for my family. So choose to clean your house safely and effectively with Branch Basics. My listeners get a 15% off starter kit by going to branchbasics.com and entering my promo code EMP at checkout. That's branchbasics.com with promo code EMP to get 15% off your starter kit. branchbasics.com with promo code EMP at checkout. I have personally spoken to the founders of this company and their story of how these products came to be is so compelling. And since I've been using them in my own brand new home, I have felt so much better about what I'm exposing my kids to. So thank you Branch Basics for sponsoring the show and for creating these amazing products. All right, let's get back to it. That's that's amazing. And so how old are your kids? We'll do Betsy and then Angie. Okay, so uh, Betsy, my kids are, um, I have twins that are 14, so now they're old. <laughs> and then my daughter just turned 17. Okay. And then Angie? And then, 
So I do have, I got started earlier than Betsy. So I have a 22 year old. She'll be 22 tomorrow actually. And then I have a 18 year old, 16 year old and a 13, almost 14 year old. So our, so our, my son is good friends with her two boys. And then my two daughters are good friends with her daughter. So so we'll do family vacations together. And so it's really fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Were you worried when you got into business with each other that this would complicate your friendship or your family's relationships or anything? Was that, did that come up? The truth of it is, is, um, Angie is truly my opposite in so many ways. And so it wasn't ever a concern. And the other thing is, is my husband has had, um, another company before this and we had a good relationship with his old business partner. Hmm. So I think the fact that we didn't have, or that we had good relationships made me not worry about going into business. I I probably should have been more nervous. No, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous because I've never, we've never owned businesses before me and my husband, but, um, we did have a lot of people tell us you're not going to be friends after. Do you remember? Mm, Yeah. We had a lot of people. I'm like, no, and I really don't think that that'll be a problem. Hope I mean, but knock on wood. Let's knock on wood. How many years in are yes. we? And we still really like each other. Yeah. So we, one thing that we joke about is we, we treat our business relationship a, like a marriage. And so we know we, like, there's not like a, we, we're not splitting. We just, mm-hmm. when somebody has an issue, an yeah, we just, we treat it like, even like we, if, if our spouses have opinions with the way the business should go, we listen to each other before our spouses when it comes to business. Mm. So, yeah. Well, yeah. And you probably thought, well, this is just a hobby. So you can do hobbies together. We've been running partners together. <laughs> that is so amazing. Okay. So I'm curious to know, you guys have been mothers a long time. My oldest is eight. So I'm still new to the game in terms of parenting, I would say. How are you a different parent or how did you evolve as a mom from that first baby for you, Angie, 22 years ago? You know, and then to now, how, how are you different and what things have you found don't matter as much as you thought they did when you first started out? Uh, I, the, I, I think this has also affected, the business has affected the way I parent too. Okay. For a long time, I wanted to, you know, make the lunches or do the things that I need to do and be on top of their homework and let them know what they have next and kind of manage my kids a little bit more. And this sounds like I'm a slacker mom by saying this, but I've been so busy with work that they've had to make their own school lunches. They've Mm -hmm. had to like make sure that their homework assignments get turned in. I'm not double checking a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So in saying that, I feel like it's made them a little bit more responsible, Mm -hmm. even though I have that guilt, like, Oh, I should have done that. Or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I say to my kids now, back when I was a good mom or, you know, like I can't put dinner on the table every night and they don't expect it, which I like. They, they are way more self-sufficient than I think they would have been otherwise. Mm-hmm. But I do have a lot of mom guilt because I, I just sometimes don't know what's going on. But I feel like my husband has picked up the slack in those areas and helped a lot. So, But we still, like our kids, I feel like we both have really good kids and they're, they're responsible. They're they're kind of following their own dreams that really don't have anything to do with Betty's. Mm. And then they're just proud of us for what we've done. So it's been a, it's been really good, but yeah, my parenting, I used to be way more hands-on and I just can't be anymore. So, yeah. 
That's awesome. That That's really insightful that business has educated you in that because as much as you do, I'm sure, feel the mom guilt to realize that it's also afforded you many life lessons and perspective shifts that have really benefited yeah. your family. Yes. Yes. And my kids have said, they're like, mom, did you know so-and-so's mom makes their lunch for him every day? <laughs> I'm like, well, good. You know how to do it. So I guess you're right. One step ahead. My kids were like, they were talking to their young, younger cousins and they have moms that make dinner every night, which I used to do. And, and they said something like, yeah, we don't have family dinner. And one of the kids, the cousins looked at my kids or, and me like, what in the world? <laughs> like, like abuse is going and on. I'm like, wait a minute, you're forgetting all the years I did make dinner, and right. you know, but I did make dinner last night. So, <laughs> well, and how many kids actually eat what we make, anyways? Right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure as they get older, though, they're just so ravenous that they end up eating more. Is that true? <laughs> they do. They eat. My kids eat a ton, and they're pretty good to eat whatever I put put up on the table because I think they're probably. Just grateful for anything that yeah. they didn't have to make it. That's mm. how it is for us now, too. Yeah, for sure. So I'm curious to know, as you're juggling the different priorities with family and business and just contributing as a person, you know, showing up as Angie and Betsy every day in your sphere, how have you learned to prioritize what you really value? Because, you know, when people tell me, oh, I just don't have enough time. How do you do all that you do and all these things? I think we all have 24 hours. It's just how we're using that 24 hours. Have you learned any tips, tricks, strategies that you've implemented in your life that have helped you to prioritize the things that matter most so that at the end of the day, even if there's that lingering mom guilt, because I think we all have it, even if we're stay-at-home moms, we definitely still feel that. How can you lay your head down at night and be like, that was a good day. I'm, I'm doing what I'm put here to do. I honestly think that my my biggest thing is I wake up early mm-hmm. because I can I'm I'm so much more productive if I get up early than if I stay up late. If I stay up late, all I'm gonna do is eat and watch TV. Mm-hmm. But if I stay up or if I get up early in the morning, I, I'm productive, I try to get work done, I try to organize things before my kids are up. Um, so that is one way I try to tackle things, although you just have to learn something's got to give. You, you're never going to be good at everything. There's always going to be somebody that does something better than you. So you just have to accept that and, and be okay with it and just try your hardest. Mm, yeah. I was going to say the same thing about getting up early. And we get up and you don't even think about it. You just get up and exercise. And that mm. starts your day off really well. And so – I just, I just popped, this popped into my head just now, but somebody told me every day you need to do something physical, something um, creative, something artistic, spiritual, and there might be one more, but I, I really try to, I try to do that because then you're staying a little more balanced than, and I don't do that every day, but some days when I feel those oh my gosh, I didn't do anything today. If I can do one of those things, then, or mm. then I, if I did one thing in those areas, then I do feel better about myself or what I accomplished. So I love that. I love that breaking that it down. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. That's so good. And you're so right. When you wake up in the morning and the house is still, it's different than being still at the end of the night when you're exhausted and depleted, right? And you're right. I just tend to zone out or watch a show or 
or eat or snack or whatever. But in the morning, I'm go, go, go. And by 7 a.m., I can get a lot done if I really put my mind to it. Yes, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I go to bed, at least I try to go to bed on the earlier side because mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. People who brag about not getting sleep, they're crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can only do that for so long before you have mental breakdown. So get your sleep. I go, I try to go to bed early and like unwind. I turn my phone on silent at nine o'clock. And so I don't hear texts or emails come in after Mm -hmm. nine unless I'm holding my phone. So Mm. I, I really try to avoid anything communicating with anyone after nine o'clock because I just need to unwind. If I get a text at nine 15 and it stresses me out, then I can't go to sleep till midnight, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. I am a sleepwalker. I have a major problem with sleepwalking. And I bet it's tied to what I'm consuming right before bed, what I'm watching, and because I start acting out my dreams that are very vivid, and we don't need to go into it. But, you know, I've almost walked out my front door is basically how close my sleepwalking has come. (laughs) Do you know what? I want my son, every time he goes to bed really late or he hasn't had enough sleep, he sleepwalks. Like, he left, he walked outside of our house. My dog had been barking like crazy. (gasps) We wouldn't have caught, like, found him. He's out in my front yard. Isn't oh, that crazy? Oh, my gosh. Maybe you're sleep deprived. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's so crazy. But I am t- tired every time I wake up in the morning because I've been, like, living out my dreams. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> it's so insane. Well, I want to tell you my personal testimony of Betty. So I just put Betty's on my boys' bunk beds. We just moved into a new home. It's our first home that we bought. We've been a military family. And so we finally have settled and we bought our home and I just wanted their rooms to look nice. I've literally never decorated their rooms because we just move, move, move. And so I got nautical navy in for both. I just wanted it nice and matching and streamlined so I could switch out colored pillows or sports pillows or whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, I had no idea how soft they would be. I just got a new comforter for my other son from just a regular store and it's like crunchy and terrible. But... I'm sure it'll soften up. But Betty's straight out of the bag. You guys. I mean, you know how awesome it is. But I'm so happy to hear that. It is so great. And my kids slipped right in. And they've kind of, you know, had trouble adjusting to the house because they missed their old house. You know, all these things. And so to be able to have this, like, cozy cocoon. So if, if you haven't seen a Betty's bed, basically it's kind of like a sleeping bag on top of your bed. But it's like a fitted sheet as well. So you just unzip the sides. You can slip right in, you zip your kids up, and then they can make their own beds in the morning when they hop out and zip the sides and everything's just neat and tidy. So that's an added benefit. But I just think the security of being kind of just tucked in, kind of swaddled in their bedding had just given them an added security in this new place that I think has really helped them to transition. Do you know what's so funny is we have heard from so many parents that their kids sleep longer and don't wake them up. They don't wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I honestly think it's because kids kick their covers off and they wake up cold. So then they go in mom and dad's room, wake them up, you know, and with the bedding, you can zip up one side, you can zip up both sides and they just sleep better. And and another Mm -hmm. thing is my husband and I have both Angie and I have it on our beds, but you can, if for adults, like you can wake up zip up your side and your bed's made and when your husband gets up they can zip oh, up their side. Oh, that's true. So it's yeah. I love it on my bed cuz I feel like it always looks nice, neat and tucked in and we don't necessarily sleep with it zipped up although sometimes I will cuz my husband sometimes will steal my covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um and I actually I love the minky personally and so does yeah. Yeah. my husband. I do too. So soft. Yeah, we are just loving it so so much and 
I just cannot recommend it enough. I mean, if you're kind of vacillating on the price point, it is so well made. This thing will stand the test of time. And that's why I wanted to get the nautical navy too because I just knew it would stand the test of time in terms of trends and styles and colors and what they're into. You know what I mean? Um, so this is going to last us a long, long time. So it's an investment that is worth making. I'm so excited. All right. Wanted to jump in one last time and thank our last show sponsor and that is TurboTax. I don't know about you, but tax time stresses me out. I'm in charge of it, and I feel like every single year it just kind of overwhelms me, and I kind of forget what I'm doing every time. And now we bought a house, and so there's new factors. Well, TurboTax Live is a new way to do taxes. It combines tech with on-demand tax pros who can answer your questions and offer personalized advice. Yeah, that's right. Real CPAs and EAs can help you with your tax return and find all the deductions that apply to you. So you can rest assured that you're doing your taxes the right way. Their tax experts are there when you need them. So you can file with complete peace of mind. So whether you have new circumstances like I do, having just bought a house, or you just have some questions you need answers, I want you to check out TurboTax Live. And you can do that at TurboTax.com. Thanks for sponsoring the show, TurboTax. Now let's finish up my conversation with Betsy and Angie. I'm so glad. And you know what? Another thing I don't think people realize is it comes with the pillowcase. It comes with the sham and all of your bedding in one. So you're not going out and buying sheets and all of your bedding separately. And so when you add all of that together, it ends up being closer to the price point and then it doesn't even have the function. So ours, you get the function, you get the high quality fabrics and you have everything in one. So yeah, I totally agree. Sanity worth something. <laughs> Your kids making their beds and staying yes. asleep at night is great. Sanity has a price, and it is the price of Betty's. That is true. <laughs> I could not agree more. So I'm just loving it. So thank you for all of your attention to detail. I know you went through many, many prototypes to come up with the design that really was going to be the most functional and the most long-lasting and all of that, and just all of those attention to detail. Worth it. Amazing. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's so true. We actually would, every time we got a prototype, we would ask ourselves, would we buy this? Yeah. And if the answer was no, then we send it back with changes or better Mm -hmm. fabric or whatever until it was something we would buy. Because when we we started this, it was as moms, not business owners. Yeah. We just, our end goal was to get bedding for our kids and maybe sell it for some friends. You know, that's Mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. That was our that was our goal. So we wow. kind of like to keep our goals a little lower so we can achieve them. <laughs> no, <I'm> oh. just <laughs> you always surpass your expectations when your bar is low. There you go. No, that is that's so amazing. And I think I heard you say what your first prototype cost you. Is that true? Did you announce that somewhere? And it was a really high number. <laughs> okay, so yes, to have so my very first prototype didn't look like what it is now. Uh-huh. It had elastic running along the bottom and there were some safety issues. So, um, after reworking it, but once we got our final design to have them made here, it was $600, wow. um, just for one, one twin size. So wow. that was our cost on it. it. It was ridiculous. And so when people are like, Oh, I can make this for cheaper. I'm like, try do. try. And then you'll appreciate <laughs> our price point. So yes. we do, we do ship or, uh, sorry, we do manufacture out of China and I, I always hesitate to say that because I think people have this, oh, everything's perception. crap perception. Yeah. And, and the, the factory is, first of all, incredible, incredible sewers. Um, the woman who owns the factory was a factory worker herself, and she treats all of her 
sewers amazing and so we go there three times a year we check in like we are in the factory with them and it's just it's a great experience and they we pay them what they're worth you know mm-hmm. the, we, we don't want to just go get crap product and mm-hmm. try to yeah actually over the years we have increased the quality as we've you know had customers test and and we've we've actually increased our costs so that our quality is even better instead of doing things to cut corners and cut costs so mm. we're we're really particular about that because we want to feel good about what our name is on and like betsy said the factory the people at the factory they're so good yeah and they're talented. great they're great and did you say this already but it takes them one day to make one bed no way yes. They're very labor intensive. Yeah, it's wow. not easy. They're they're not easy to make. So and if that's another thing that I love when people are like, oh, I'll just go buy the fabric and I'm gonna make it for myself. And I'm like, the fabric alone is gonna cost you over $150, and you're not gonna find the zippers, mm. and then you're gonna spend three days trying to make it because yeah. that's what we did. Yeah, so, totally. You've been there. You've you've tried. So yeah, I just I just think that is that's so amazing. And I think. Yeah, you you had to get your cost down if you're going to make it somewhat affordable for the yeah. consumer. Absolutely, because your moms, you know what you would pay. So oh, I just love it so much. So I want to know more about when you were on West Texas Investors Club. That must have been such an exciting experience. So that was so awesome. They found us actually from a YouTube video, and they called, and I thought it was a prank call or like just a fake person, you know, and then I'm listening a little longer. I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't fake. And then they sent me an email with info about the show. And then we had to go through a couple different, um, Skype interviews. And then they ended up flying us out for the show. And it was, wow. it was so cool. Matthew McConaughey's brother rooster is, um, <laughs> one of the, one of the guys on the show. So, and then butch and rooster, they're just truly the nicest guys in the world yeah. we met with them so we made a deal on the show and then um, we ended up meeting we flew back again and met with them in like eight months later and they have offered to help us time and time again they they truly are like what you see on the show so mm. they're great that is so awesome good for you I love it when people are genuinely out for the good of others and it's like if that deal was not going to be in the best interest of both of you then it's better to you know do a different plan and and to not have that you know end goal necessarily be the thing I'm sure you've learned that as you've as you probably set goals and kind of thought okay this is where we want things to go or we hope things will end up this way sometimes it's not what you envision that ends up being the right thing have you experienced that Yes, I feel like over and over <laughs> again, yeah. every time we think we have a plan, it, it changes. Mm. And even down to like where we're selling right now, there's been so many times that we're thinking, okay, do we want to try to get into this store? And then it comes back to, is our stores going, every time we look, turn around, we feel like stores are going out of business. So we're like, do we want to even worry about building into stores? And do we want to just mm-hmm. continue to sell online? And do we do Amazon or do we not do Amazon? So yeah, and Betsy heard somewhere that every time your business grows a certain amount, you really have to rethink your plan, and that is so true. So yeah. some it something... basically every time your business doubles, you have to restructure everything you're doing. So we're constantly restructuring the way yeah. our business operates, and we're we're running it so much differently now than just a year ago. Yeah, um, a year ago we had four employees, and now we're at ten employees. So it's it's. 
Wow. Just doubling, you know. Yeah. And before that was just Angie and I and one yeah. employee at Betsy's kitchen counter. <laughs> <laughs> if so. people could see you then, I think it's a great metaphor for life too. You know, each time your family doubles or each time you enter a new season, you really do have to readjust your plan and cling too tightly to the way something used to be or the old thing, even if it was a great thing, it has to be flexible to adapt yeah. and grow and, and thrive. And, and I'm a believer and to become really who God wants you to be, you have to kind of open your arms instead of tighten up. Yep, it's yeah. so true. Yeah, I just so have true. to be able to roll with it, you, you know? Do. So you've started and um, you're running this successful company, but I bet you would say that you're both pretty regular people <laughs> on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> and, and I love how you said that your kids are pursuing their own types of interests and passions and things like that. How do you help them to encourage them to really pursue whatever kind of lights them up and to and to think big for themselves and to be their own kind of extraordinary? Do you know what? I actually have a story, um, and this is something I learned, I feel like, from Betsy and then from being a business owner. But um, my daughter, this is just, a, I'll try to be really quick, but she, she set a goal for herself to reach, to have straight A's. And she was going to get an A minus and she just kind of gave up. Nope. I got an A minus. That's it. I'm like, no, go talk to your teacher, do this. You know, like, don't, don't take that for what it is. Like tell your teacher, you'll do better. Tell your teacher, what can I do? Like fight for that. And, um, and she did. And the teacher ended up giving her an A cause she was literally a 10th of a point away from an A or something. Mm. And, um, and that's one thing I've learned, like, don't take no for an answer. If some, if there seems to be a roadblock, figure a way around it. And, um, and that's kind of how, that's how I talk to my kids now. Like, okay, this is where you thought you were, but I don't know, like make a plan, but do, don't not, don't be afraid to, if something looks hard, don't be afraid to try to find a way around it or work hard to go, go past it. Or mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that answered your question, but that's, that's what I try to teach my kids now. Like, I feel like I'm a lot braver. I take more chances. And the worst that can happen in a lot of situations is that you'll just hear no. Mm -hmm. And that's not the end of the world. You know, mm -hmm. don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to fight for something you believe in. And I feel like Betsy's always been really good at that. She like, she'll hear no. And it's never a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think she ever thinks no is a hard no, right? Except for I don't dare to ask for refills like at restaurants. I make Angie do that for me. <laughs> yeah, some of the things that are scary to her aren't scary to me at all. But the things that are then it's to, that's where she said like we're opposite. So mm -hmm. I feel like in my what I've learned and I'm so happy I can pass this on to my kids is just to tell them don't be afraid. Like mm -hmm. if this is what you want, go for it cuz even a no, there's another option somewhere, you know, and I don't know that I knew that before this. Yeah. In yeah. all honesty. So yeah, you kind of underestimate think, being your own advocate and teaching your kids to be their own advocate. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I was going to say one other thing that was, was, has been kind of fun recently is, um, so my twins have a YouTube channel and they have grown quite a bit. And, um, when we moved to our, we just recently moved this last summer and I just said, Hey guys, what do you want for your bedding? And the 
they're like, well, mom, I just wish you really had some really cool teenager bedding. I'm like, what are you talking about? All of our bedding is great for teenagers. They're like, no, we want it. So they're telling me about the bedding that they want. And I, I was talking to Angie. I'm like, Angie, I'm like, they're actually the reason we started Betty's is because of their dang bunk bed. So I'm like, it makes sense. And, um, so them having a following on YouTube, they're able to help promote Betty's, mm -hmm. but then it's also given them the opportunity to help create a design and work with a company. So it's been cool to have that opportunity for them. And in turn, they're helping us as a company with advertising. Mm. Isn't that kind of a crazy thing? Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So they're using their own skill set that's completely different than yours, but still to contribute to the, the greater good of this family business. I love it. Yep. That's so, great. And it's, it, was, it was fun for them to see the designs that they loved and uh, and that they created and, and come into the bedding that they loved. So, totally. So is that one out? Which one did they design? So they designed Welcome to the 90s oh and then gosh. Totally Rad, which you'll die laughing because it looks like it just walked off of um, Safe Or like <laughs> Fresh Prince, yeah. So they, thought, they truly thought that they made these designs up. Like they thought they created them. And I'm like, oh, what you don't understand is this is straight up 90s. That is but amazing. You just look in fashion and that 90s is all back. I know. It's so crazy. We're going back in time. But that's awesome that – yeah, it gives you a little nostalgia there. I could quote every line of Saved by the Bell and know by their outfits in the first scene which episode it is. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Loved it. So good. Well, I think you two are just extraordinary, not just for building this successful business, but I just love your approach to life and your approach to doing what you're doing in business in conjunction with raising great kids and a happy family. And I just think that is truly amazing. I always ask my guests three final questions. These are the new questions for the new podcast, and so I will ask them to you both so you both can respond. Okay, what would you say is your purpose in life? Betsy, why don't you go first? Oh, that's a hard one. I that's know. a hard one. <laughs> um, so I feel like sometimes I can see people's potential that they don't necessarily see in themselves, mm. and I, I think I like to, to push for that. Like I think even Angie – didn't know that the potential she had, but I feel like I saw it before she did. Mm -hmm. And, and the girls that work for us, um, I'll put them in positions that I, I see in them. So maybe that's my purpose. Mm. I don't know. That, that's that's actually so true. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I'll let you go now. Angie. Oh, my purpose. Um, I'm going to interrupt. I'll tell you what her purpose is. She's going to tell you. <laughs> no, is to make me calm. I am the most anxious person in this world and Angie brings calm. So, oh, so that I'm so glad you said that because I was thinking, I feel like I try to make peace and just have a, I just want to have peace in my life and, and the lives of people around me. That's what I was going to say. So I'm mm -hmm. glad I can help you yeah. feel calm. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So sweet. Okay. What makes both of you smile? Oh, honestly, I think we smile. We're probably laughing at ourselves every day because we are idiots a lot of times, <laughs> but that's the great thing is we don't care. It's like, whatever. But I think that we can laugh at ourselves, that we can own our own mistakes. And another personal one for me is I just love watching my kids when they're doing something that they love. Like, that's mm -hmm. another thing that I, I agree that I agree with what Betsy said in the beginning. Like, we just had one of our employees, we were doing stories on our Instagram and then between the stories, we're joking. She's like, I want people to see this side because we were making fun of ourselves. And 
you know, in a, in a fun way. And then, but I really love to see my kids achieving their goals. And it's, it's just so satisfying to when they're on, on a good track for them. Cause my kids are so different, but I'm, I, it just makes me happy when they're doing well. That, mm-hmm. that makes me happy. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, I guess the last question is kind of similar to how you responded to your purpose in life, but I want to know what makes you extraordinary? And before you push back and you're like, oh, I'm not extraordinary because I hear that all the time. I want (laughs) the purpose of this podcast to be that regular everyday people start to identify and see the value in themselves exactly where they are. Not, you know, when they achieve something or when they do something different or when once they overcome something. No, right where they are, they're extraordinary. And their journey has been extraordinary because there's only one them. And I just think the more we can see the value in our own stories, the more we can elevate and appreciate and cheerlead other people. So what makes you extraordinary? Angie, you want to oh. go first? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> you don't want to go Betsy? No. Okay, I don't, you are right, this is so hard, because, but I feel like I, I am a good listener, and I can, that people will talk to me, and share with me, and trust me, Mm. so maybe that's what I think. That's awesome, that's awesome. (laughs) Betsy? Mine's gonna sound so dumb, but I can walk faster than anyone, (laughs) and I can, I can shop better than anyone and faster than anyone. Okay. No, we're not talking just walking in like in a tracksuit in Nikes. I'm talking like she's in heels what? and she's smoking everyone. <laughs> but I'm telling you that's because I swear I have ADD and I have to hurry and get to all these places and I have to hurry and do all these things. So you love what you hate about um, yourself and everyone. Like the same thing that you love is also what drives you crazy. So right. I think that, um, having ADD and makes me have new ideas and, and think of all these things. But I think that that probably also in, in the same breath drives everyone around me completely it's bonkers. Not, we're not going bonkers. It's fun. Like she'll literally start something mid sentence. And I'm like, wait, I didn't hear the first part of that thought. You know, she's like, wait, I can say it out loud. I'm like, no, just start over. <laughs> so, but I love that you. Good. Actually, that's a good one. Cause she's so creative. Yeah. But it also drives everyone crazy. But do you know what Angie puts up with me and everyone else will be in meetings and they look at Angie and they're like, do you even know what she's saying? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She, okay. And so Angie will explain yeah. that maybe that's Angie's purpose in life. Is yeah, her translator. Yeah. To other people what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're the interpreter of Betty's and uh, Betsy's ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I love it. Well, I... Isn't it fun that you were put together on this earth at the same time, in the same place, with different personalities and different strengths to come together to create what you've created in a friendship like this? I just think that is so admirable. I'm, I'm grateful every day for it. Like, oh. we, I know it's because we moved when we did, and like there are things that lined up to put Betsy and I together, and I'm grateful for that. We, we say this all the time, that... We'll be literally driving in the car and we're like, can you believe that this is where we're at? Or when we were in New York a couple weeks ago for for business, 
we both looked at each other and like, can you believe we are in New York because we got ourselves here because of business, you know, like we shock ourselves all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great takeaway for the listener is that just prepare to be shocked. And if you prepare yourself to be shocked instead of clinging too tightly to what you think you want, imagine like the world is your oyster. I love it. Ladies, thank you. Yeah, I can tell. Find something fun in your day. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I'm sure not all aspects of running this large business is fun. And I'm sure you did a lot of the grunt work and still do that, you know, are not always fun, but it's worth it. And you're doing it. It's amazing. And you can do it with a smile on your face. Angie, Betsy, thank you so much. Where can people find Betty's online? So you can find us at Betty's.com. It's B E. D-D-Y-S.com. Mm-hmm. And we, we named it Betty's because it was kind of like a play on words, like making your bed with ease. Mm. So that's why I know it's the most random thing, but that's what we, that's what we picked. I love it. I think that's great. It's perfect. And people can follow you on socials as well. Everything will be linked on the website, um, on my site as well. Thanks so much <laughs> for taking the time for being on the show today. You guys are truly extraordinary. Thank you Thank so you much. So, so much. are you. Thank you. I hope you loved hearing more of the backstory of Betty's. And what I really loved and was kind of surprised about is how they were friends first and they really didn't consider or were worried about the toll it would take on their friendship and the fact that they still vacation as families together and they're still close and they really complement each other. That is so encouraging and I love their relationship and what they've done with the company and just how they've grown as people throughout this whole experience. So I hope you've loved that. If you love other um, kind of behind the scenes of business, you know, exposés, a podcast I would definitely recommend if it's not already in your queue is How I Built This. It's um, hosted by Guy Raz and he does a fantastic job and he gets huge name founders of companies to come on. Some of my favorites have been Kate Spade, the founder of Patagonia, um, Glossier's was so, so fascinating. And Sarah Blakely's was great. I mean, just amazing founders, just like Angie and Betsy are. And um, so if you're interested in that type of behind-the-scenes look at businesses growing and where they started, definitely check out how I built this. Um, I love adding new podcasts to my queue, and I hope that you do as well. So check out bettys.com. Again, we love, love, love our bedding, and I know that you will too if you have bunk beds and it's driving you crazy. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody, that will do it from Everyday Extraordinary Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. Make sure you're sharing the show with a friend. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Everyday Extraordinary Podcast or at Jessica Dahlquist 3. That's my personal account. And I'm, for now, I'm still at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com for show notes and everything over there. Thanks to our show sponsors, Branch Basics and TurboTax. We'll see you next week for another extraordinary episode. Bye.